Ladies and gentlemen, or whatever you identify as, welcome to the first ever Foot This Foot That podcast with myself, Smallsy, and introducing the big man himself, Biggie. Hello there, everyone. Uh, we're live and direct, coming out of uh, Pete's living room right now for our first recording. We've got a lovely little setup going, we've got the microphones out and everything, it's looking really good. So as promised, we're going to hit you with the first episode, we're going to kick straight off and jump into the England eleven. So Biggie, let's hear it, let's see what you've got. So, what I'm going for, uh, formation-wise, I think we stick to uh, a 4-2-3-1. Um, so, we'll take it one step at a time. Uh, do you agree on the formation for a start? Uh, yeah, that's what I've got down. Uh, that's, yeah. what, that's, that's what I've picked. I've, I've struggled with goalkeeper, to be honest, because I just don't know if we've got one. But uh, <laughs> let's, let's, see, let's see what you're rocking with. Right, so I think the best way we do it is... Um, what we'll do, we'll we'll go through a position at a time, and um, if uh, there's anything we disagree on, we'll uh, we'll pick it up there and then. So in goal, I've got Aaron Ramsdale. So hear me out with this one. I think Pickford's had his chance with England. I think he's made too many mistakes. He looks like a little T Rex, <laughs> little T Rex with his hands. He just, I think he needs to grow up a little bit as well because he's <laughs> he's at ribs all the time. He's very should be focusing on his football, really. Um, I, he doesn't fill me with confidence at all. He, he's a small keeper, and I know Ramsdale isn't much bigger, but I, th- I think his time's done with England. I think Southgate's loyal to him, and I, I really don't understand why. Um, I've, got no, I've got no faith in him whatsoever, to I be fair. I think the thing for me with Pickford is he looks angry all the time. He looks like he should be six foot five. And commanding the back four, like, but he's ultimately he's just got a face I want to punch the fuck out of. <laughs> Do you know? I, and I, I really struggle with the fact that I just think he's prone to a big mistake. Yeah, it, that's yeah. what I'm waiting for with him. I'm waiting for him to fuck some up. But he's done too many for me, and that's why I'm picking Ram Ramsdale. I think Ramsdale, clean slate. If he fucks up, get him out and get someone else in like Henderson or Pope. But I think Southgate's. I don't think he's experimented enough with his goalkeepers, and I think this is why we're in this dilemma right now. We need to find out who is who is our surface number one for major tournaments. And for me, if I'm playing for up front for Germany, Spain, Brazil, Argentina, and I see Jordan Pickford in goal, I'm going to be thinking, but I fancy this. He's <laughs> hit the ball like five and a half foot off the floor, and I'm lobbing him, but... Yeah, it doesn't fill me with confidence. That's why I'm going with Ramsdale. I think the only the only issue I've got with Ramsdale is obviously he, he hadn't really done he hadn't really had a chance at England, has he? And look, Not I yet, like the no. kid, but no. he, he must be on probably upwards of eighty grand a week, and he still has got a barn it like he's just woke up on a after <laughs> after a night out. I mean, his hair sticks up everywhere. Why don't you just he's, yeah, it? he's still a, he's still a young lad. He's he's finding out who he is. He might be a toaster when he grows up, probably knows. I don't know what he had that Faz has, but yeah, he's still a young kid, and you know what they're like. They all have silly haircuts at the start, don't they? What what he needs, <laughs> what he needs really, <laughs> just needs a good big, <laughs> a good number one or a good big all over, and he'll look harder. Get him back to the orange big days. <laughs> let's 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 put some shaving cream on him and get him get him bald again. Oh, oh if he wants to keep it. And you don't want to offend anyone like you. Just go Peter check. <laughs> get the ladder on. <laughs> stick your hat on, your crash helmet on. 
right. so well, I think notable mention is Nick Pope in it because obviously he's he's done everything right all his career and he just hasn't got his chance with England so. yeah but again you know we we don't have like the best looking of keepers either do we I mean Nick Pope has got if at worst case scenario if he doesn't save it with any other part of his body he's going to use his teeth and he? <laughs> he's going to get them gnashes into the ball he did it a couple of seasons ago didn't he he took a, he took a big one to the chops didn't he <laughs> So I think, look, keepers is always going to be a diamond for us with what's happened in the past in it. I know I, yeah. I was looking at this week on uh, on the old Sky Sports News and I was they were reminding us about that Ronaldinho goal, you know, against Seaman. Mm. And I mean, again, what was what is it with Barnets in England <laughs> goalkeepers? I mean, Don't little rat tail yeah. at the back of Seaman's. We just we've never had one, have we? Really, that has just been solid and dependable. <laughs> I thought you were going to say with a good haircut. Then, <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. Well, no, to be no, fair, I agree with both. Yeah, Joe Hart maybe had his hair right a couple of times. And yeah, he, he did okay. To be fair, he? he was in a decent little pantana done shoulders advert, yeah. wasn't he, or summer? So he must have done something right with his yeah. hair. But uh, does Joe Hart ever get ever get a shout again, or is that is nah, that the end for him? He's done. Yeah. Right, he's done. So I think we move on to right back now and I think this is where it all sort of falls apart between me and you, isn't it? This is <laughs> yeah. where our friendship sort of differs on the line. So yeah. let's see who you've dipped for here. So right right back, it's probably the hardest one to pick for England at the moment because we're actually blessed with some really good talent at right back. Um, if if we could take a World Cup team with right backs to the World Cup, we'd win it, we'd win it every time, nine times out of ten, if not more. Um, from, from last season... I'm going with Reese James. Um, I think he offers a little bit more defensively than than Trent does. Um, you look at the stats and it's really hard to dismiss Trent, but with an England team, we're blessed with some really good attacking prowess and I'm going to try and get as much of that in my team as I can and that's why I want the defence to be a little bit a little bit solid. So that's why I'm picking James. Um, who are you going with? Well, I think obviously Southgate's been challenged with this one, aren't he, as well, in terms yeah. of how many right backs we've got available. And they, they're sort of they're all different, aren't they, in their own way, to be fair to him. I think obviously Trent has that defensively is shocking, isn't he? And I think even sort of you your number one I call Liverpool fans and if they if they could, they'd just ask for a little bit more from defensively from them, wouldn't they? Yeah, they would. Um but I've gone Walker, um and I think it's based on the fact that it's just the the pace that he brings to the team is phenomenal. And I think you when you look at sort of the, the players that we're going to be up against in terms of left wingers, in looking at going forward into the World Cup and stuff, I think when we get to sort of the latter stages, our potential run, if everything sort of goes right, you're looking at your Senegal's, which is obviously going to be your Mane. Yeah, then, you, Mane. then you're dropping into France after that, potentially Brazil after that. So you then you've got Neymar, Potentially Mbappe or Griezmann, whoever they play on the left-hand side. James is a slouch, he's got no, some pace on him. Yeah, and I, I agree with that. Uh, it was a tough one for me right back. I, mm. I, I do like Rhys James, I think he's got a lot to offer, but I think that penalty that he gave away last game sort of it, mm. it pushed, pushed him out of my team a little bit. Whereas, I know we've been trying Walker as a centre-back and against Hungary, he was just he's out of his depth. Yeah, I, I, I do think it's a natural position for him. Yeah, I know he's done it for England a few times. I do agree with what you're saying with Walker. You've got that get out of jail free card with him. If he makes a little mistake, or someone at the back makes a mistake, he can recover for it nine times out of ten with his pace. Um, is the old Sunday Sunday league attitude as well? I always mm. look back at when sort of we've both played football in the past, haven't we? Mm. And I always think about when you have a corner, who you gonna who, who ends up on halfway line with a bit of pace in case of break. <laughs> and it used to, it used to be me to be fair because I was too little to jump up and get yeah, the ball. 
So I think Walker is again just offers you that that last man pace. But what's the offer you going forward? Look, look at our group stages. We've got Iran, USA, Wales. Do we need to be focused that defensively at the back for them games? You'd think not, but I didn't think we'd need to be focused that defensively against fucking Hungary. But we mm. again we got tore apart, didn't we? I think but I, I, with that, I think the players were in holiday mode. They've just finished the league, and um, concentration and attention in there for them. They're thinking about going to Dubai and doing shots off <laughs> ten out of ten bellies, aren't they? And yeah, pool parties and stuff, and and not getting caught doing it. Yeah, lots of bags down like that. Jack Grealish in Las Vegas. Can't stay away from the cameras, can he? Can't stay away. I agree. From the bag I, I agree with what he's doing. If I was him, I'd be doing exactly the same thing, but. Be a bit savvy about it, Jack. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's got a decent haircut, to be fair, though. Something, something that um, goalkeepers lack. So let's uh, let's move swiftly on to the centre back. So I think we'll do these as a pair. Cause um, yeah, I think that's the best way we do this. I think we've both, and I've I've sort of glanced at your team sheet that you've got in front of you, and I think we've both gone John Stone. So I think we'll just touch on him quickly. Yeah. He's, uh, he's about the best of a bad bunch, in my opinion, don't you think? Yeah, he is. Uh, I think he can play both sides at the back as well, um, which is important. He's got that experience um, of playing uh, major tournaments and playing for Man City. I know he doesn't always get in the team every week at Man City, but if you look at last season, there's been a few injuries there, and he steps in and he's actually done pretty well. Um, <clears throat> he's good on the ball. Um, and for me... He don't fill me with confidence at the back, but like you said, he is he is the best of a bad bunch. He's not the slowest centre back in the world. He's fairly good in the air and he can pass a ball. Um, if I again, if I'm an attacker playing for another one of the big teams, I'm gonna be looking at him. I'm gonna be thinking, I, I fancy doing you here. I fancy a little flick past you, beating you for pace, but. I think ultimately for me he didn't really do what wrong did he when we got to the no, final. He didn't. No, um, no, and I think he was he was quite solid, um, and I think that will probably move on to your next pick. Um, who you've got at centre back there? Yeah, it's one I, I'm not entirely happy with. I toyed with the idea of putting Kyle Walker at centre back, but as as we just said uh, previously when we was discussing him at right back selection, I think it's an unnatural position for him. Um, it's it, it's not that he can't do it. I just you don't, again, for me, if you're playing for your country at the highest level, you should have been playing that position all your life. And Carl Walker hasn't been playing centre-back all his life. He hasn't mastered that, that art of centre-back yet. Not saying that he can't do it, but on the, on the highest of highest of levels, if you're playing your France, your Germany, your Brazils, Argentinas, I'm just not quite sure where he'd fit in. So, he's had a terrible season. And as a Hull City fan, I do... I do I do have a soft spot for him, but I'm going to go with Harry Maguire. And um, just because I've got that soft spot for him, <laughs> take nothing away. <laughs> he has had a stinker of a season for Man United. There is no other way of putting it. Big old slabhead, as we like to call him. <laughs> um, if, it, if it was down to me and I was Southgate, I'd, um, I'd have been looking at experimenting a bit with Tamari, uh, but... He hadn't done that for whatever reason. I'm not going to go into his reasons for it. Maybe it's a bit narrow-mindedness and maybe he's just got his favourites. I do think Harry Maguire is one of his favourites, Southgate. Um, but I'm going to go with Maguire for a couple of facts. Um, he's very dangerous in the air. Um, if <laughs> I'm going to go on to who I'm putting in my attack in front, but I think we're going to be winning a lot of free kicks Um and potentially penalties, but more so the free kicks and corners. Uh, in the tournament, if 
if you look at the damage he can do from set pieces, he's second to none. He's brilliant in the air. He's six foot four. He can jump like a like a dolphin out of war. I don't know what the best example for that is at the moment. He, he's got a leap on him there, and he's got a head. <laughs> got a head of an elephant, hasn't he, really? It is humongous. There is no way the ball is not landing on that head, on that big Swede of his. So, I think he's a leader. He's not the best leader in the world, but he's captain for Man United at the moment. And if, if you can fill a team with leaders, it helps as well. He's going to be vocal. He knows what he's doing with his back line. He hasn't had the best of seasons, but he's got something to prove now. And he always turns up for England. So, so that's why Maguire's in for me. Controversial. So it is controversial, yeah, controversial, that one. And it's it was too controversial for me to put him in. I think I just... I don't understand what Southgate has done in terms of... Look, he's always been happy with Maguire. He's been a Maguire fan forever. He's, he's a lover of Harry Maguire. We all know that Maguire, you know, he went to Greek and started clubbing folk and he still managed to get in the team. Um, and I just, We've all done that, though. Yeah, to be fair, I mean, yeah, it's, it's hard to look at it, but, you know, when you're sort of potential... At the time, he was probably potential to be England captain. Yeah, um, I would disagree with that. And I think he sort of flushed that away a little bit. Look... We can touch on it as much as you like, and I know you mentioned it already. He has had an absolute stinker of a season. No but I will say, I genuinely believe he's a bit of a fall guy at Man U at the moment. Because I think there's there's another three defenders there who he plays with who have also had an absolute shocker. The, the Ran haven't turned up. No. I, I, when I saw them sign the Ran, I thought they have got a world class centre back here. Not only for what he's done for Real Madrid and and France, but he's brilliant on FIFA as well. <laughs> and that's how fair, I judge a yeah. lot of players. Yeah, yeah, his stats on FIFA are phenomenal. <laughs> and you've got to look at things like that. But again, you look at Maguire on FIFA and you know, you're know jogging a car, car, car horse with a ball, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. So for, for them reasons, and I think ultimately what I'd like to see in these, these little fringe games, we'll call them, against Hungary and stuff, is some of the other centre-backs, I know you'll mention tomorrow, but I've put Ben White in. Now, I know he's not, and again, this is sort of like you going back to your, your old roots and obviously being an old City fan, a fan favourite. Being a Leeds fan, White did wonders at Leeds. But I don't think he's particularly done anything wrong at Arsenal. I think what, he's actually what, carried what league, at times. What league was that in there when he did wonders for Leeds? It was in the Championship. Yeah, well, but it's a big difference in there. He's now a stalwart Arsenal defender. And if you look at Arsenal's record towards the back end of the season, they con- conceded very little. And I think he was stalwart to a lot of that. Ultimately, you've put Ramsdale in for, for the reason of them obviously having quite a lot of clean sheets at the end of the season, but I think I think you're missing the fact that it's got to come through White first. I haven't I put Ramsdale in for that reason. I've put Ramsdale in for the reason that I just think Pickford's dead and buried with me. He's made too many mistakes for England, and I'm looking at, right, who, who's next in? And, and it's Ramsdale for me. Um I get what you're saying with Arsenal, but if you look at Arsenal's back back line, there is no world class defenders in there. They, they've just finished on good form. That, just Ben White, I think. He's the only world class defender in there. <laughs> <laughs> he's not. He's not world class. If if you if you could make, I'd say if you can make a Premier League best eleven, and then with your leftover players you can make another eleven, and then with your leftover players you can make another eleven, and then your leftover players you can make another eleven. Then he probably gets in that fourth or fifteen. But where does Harry Maguire fit on Premier League form in them teams? <laughs> on form, different. Um, on the day, M- Maguire's a better centre back than uh, than White. 
Right, I think we'll uh, we'll beg to differ on that one. So, I'm not saying White's a bad player. I like the idea of him. I look at him, I see a young lad. He's, he's got something about him. He's athletic. He's got a bit of pace. I think he just needs fine-tuning a little bit more. And maybe that's down there. Maybe that issue is down to Southgate not, not giving him enough chances and experimenting, especially in the friendly Nation League games. I know it's a real tournament. Is it a real tournament, though? We all think it's a bit of a gimmick, don't we? Yeah, it's, it's, it's just making friendlies a bit more appealing and it's just, exciting, isn't yeah, it? That's it's all just, it's doing. It's just giving teams that normally don't get past the group stage a yeah. bit of a fighting chance in it. Oh, what you you play for Hungary, so you're a local barber on the weekend, so why don't you go have a run out against Harry Maguire and oh, see yeah. how much you can yeah. rip him to bits? Oh, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And that's what it's about, isn't it? That's, yeah. that's what a Nation League is, is on the basis well, of. One thing I will give the Nation League, uh, and we're digressing a bit here, um, it has, uh, it's put us up against some really good teams, and I think that's good, a good reality check for England as well. Um, we've played some good teams recently. Who did we play? Did we play Germany and Italy yeah. recently? Um, and we was on our high, high os over the last few years. We've had some really good uh, World Cup and Euros. We've got to a final, semi-final. And it's grounded us. And I think that's really good before a tournament. Yeah. Um, because the last thing you want to be doing is high-flying, going in, gunslinging. Yeah, we're the big cocks around town. We're going to fucking win this. We're going to win that. Nah. You want to be grounded going into a tournament. You want the players to be working hard. You want the... The work ethic to be right, you want them fine tuned, you want mentally to be right. Once you're number one, the only way is down. If if you're number two and number three, and you really want it that bad, you're gonna be looking up, licking your lips, looking at the others, thinking, I'm coming for you. And I think that could ground us and get us in a real good position now. So I'm hoping that that's what the Nation Leagues has done for us and the players use it the right way. Yeah, I think it's a fair point. You only have to look at the premiership last year. I Towards the end of the year, I would have much rather been a Liverpool fan or supporter going into them last few games than a City fan because they nearly bottled it, didn't they, on the yeah, last they game, to be yeah. fair to them. Um, so I think it's a fair point well made, really, that you're better off being a bit lower down and chasing than you are being up and looking down and thinking, shit, they're coming for us, mm. sort of thing. So I think we'll move swiftly on to left yeah, back. Yeah, let's go to left back. Uh, we've both gone for the same player here. But, uh, pro- pro- providing this fit. Yeah, providing his fit, and we've both we've both picked Chilwell. Um, I think he's sort of. I know Luke Shaw had a real good tournament, but again, he's for me he's part of that Man U shock season. Um, he's not really played a lot. Again, somewhere where I'd like to see Southgate potentially look at different options. I mean, for me, we could have maybe had Reese James playing there. Yeah, England. yeah, I was um, going to say that myself. Um, there's no reason why Reese James can't. Can't have a go at left back. He's he's openly said before in his Chelsea career that he's he's played there before. He's fairly comfortable in that position. I just think when you look at the likes of uh, Cancelo, Man City, and how he's adapted to going to left mm. back, they they had the dilemma at Man City. They had two absolute world class right backs. They had Carl yeah, yeah. Walker and they had Cancelo. They had nothing at left back, and um, so what they've done the obvious thing makes perfect sense. Why don't one of you have a go at left back? Oh yeah, yeah, I'll have a go at left back, Pep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go go in, Mr. Cancelo. Smashed it. Been brilliant. And he's a very similar player to Reese James, I think. I don't think there's any reason why Reese James can't go into left back. So for me, if Chilwell is not hundred percent fit, I would put Reese James at left back and then I'd look at putting Walker or Trent at right back. For me, James James is in the team. I think he's adaptable, he's solid. He can do centre back as well. But yeah. 
Chilwell left back, if he's fit, you look at the season he had there uh, before he got injured with Chelsea and he was brilliant. Yeah, he was it? bombing forward, he was bombing back, he was whipping balls in left, right and centre. Set piece, set piece wise, brilliant. Stick him on corners, free kicks around the box. He will bomb forward, he'll get you goals as well. Um, he scored for England. I'm sure he scored for England a few times, and did he? He scored that like back post, didn't <laughs> yeah. he? Yeah, I sort of vaguely remember him tapping yeah. that. He's got a, it again with the, going back to our grassroots. Obviously, we both played football, but does but when I played football, and you'll probably be the same, um, a left back has to be left footed. Do, do are we are we past that now? Are we coming out of that era? Or uh, do you think? Do, I think I think we're past it. Um, because if you look at the the way the game has been played at the moment, um, it's mainly about when you look at your fullbacks, it's it's about pace and fitness, isn't it? They want them bombing up and bombing down all the time. For me, yeah, the fittest player in the team now is, is your fullbacks, isn't it? It's your left back and your right back. If you look at the ground that they're covering on average, I bet you, I bet you, if you take the stats from any Premier League team at the moment with decent fullbacks, them fullbacks are going to be covering more ground than anyone else on the pitch. Do you think like Cancelo could be an exception to the adaptation though? Because obviously being why though why I just think that when you're defending and I was a defender when I was younger, I think you you have a certain stance because of the foot you lead with a different foot. Yeah. If you're moved out to the left hand side and look, I never got the chance to try it when I was younger, but I imagine that it maybe throw me off a little bit. I think it's something you could adapt to. But look, these guys are on enough money; to, they should be able to play every, every goal. day, every yeah. single day. Should be able to play in goal. To be fair, so yeah. I mean, yeah. Uh, but yeah, we both opted for Chilwell, touching on the fact that obviously, see what he comes back like yeah, when he's, he's got, when he's, he's got, fit. He's got to be fit. Everyone's got to be fit for me. Yeah, uh, we're not carrying anyone. We're not going on reputation. If you're not fit, you're not in the team. Simple as that. I I hope Southgate sort of looks at it the same way because I've got a feeling that we. We'll carry a couple of we've people. Been, we've been victim of it before in the past, haven't we? When we've we've stuck players in that haven't been fit and we've, we've, fallen, we've fallen on our side a little bit with it, haven't we? And um, I just uh, don't think it's great. Again, I keep going back to this. If I'm playing for Germany, Spain, Argentina, Brazil, you will know if them players aren't fit in that team because you're into football, you're fine-tuned. The odds are you're probably playing in the same league, maybe even for the same team. Yeah. You know if if someone else someone else is fit or not going into that tournament. And if they're not, you're going to be telling your full team you're going to be exploiting it. If you're pressing the ball, as soon as they get the ball, everyone's on them. You're going to be focusing on them. Um, so that that's, for, that's a basic reason why. But if you're not fit, you shouldn't be playing. I always, I always imagine that footballers will all have WhatsApp groups, you know, for your, for your team that you play for in the Premiership, for example. So there'll be a Chelsea WhatsApp group. I think we have subgroups to them, don't Yeah, we? and then there'll be subgroups of the friends that you deal yeah. with outside of that as well, or you've maybe played with in the past. And there's no way that if you're not fit, you are putting a sad emoji on one of them groups, I you know, and a little bandage emoji and some yeah. plaster emojis and a little first aid emoji. And ultimately, it's going to boil down to somebody will find out eventually, won't they? Whether you maybe only tell your Chelsea teammates if Thiago Silva's playing for Brazil, for example, he's not not going to say to Neymar, oh, Chilwell's feeling a bit dicky this week, you know what I mean? <laughs> I wonder how it works come World Cup time, because obviously it's going to be mid, mid-season this year. Um if you're playing for the same team as um, someone you're playing in the world, like if you're playing for the same club team as um, a rival in the tournament, 
can you go back to your club and say, yeah, listen, is um, is he fully fit? <laughs> I suppose it depends I mean, what sort of... Yeah. If I was Southgate, I'd be asking him to do that. Yeah, well, yeah. Just butter up the play, physios. Play dirty. Yeah. I don't care. You imagine Southgate... We're trying to win, like, aren't we? Southgate ringing up some of the physios from, like, you know, Man U and that yeah. and saying, oh, it's... Uh, uh, I'll soon so do I. How's Ronaldo looking for Portugal? Just gives a, gives a bit of a shout, will you? If he, yeah, if he yeah. gets a twinge or all, tell us which leg he's a bit weak on. Yeah. <laughs> tell us which one to kick him in. <laughs> so let's move on to midfield then. I think, again, we've got slight differences of opinion, but there is one stalwart that we've both picked. Yeah, um, there is. And for me, this is where things get a little bit interesting <laughs> compared to where you you get a little bit interesting. But I think... Declan Rice is is in there, isn't he? 100%. Yeah, we've both got Declan Rice locked in. And I don't think it's just us. I think he's undroppable for Southgate as well. Um, you look at his performances this season. He's a leader, and we're going to touch on that a little bit. <laughs> um, but I think he's made himself undroppable as well. Uh, he's going to be our ho- He's going to be our main holder of the ball in midfield. And... The way I'm going to set up my midfield, I'm going to have a holder and I'm going to have someone else in centre midfield as well, which we're going to talk about in a minute. Uh, you can say your piece on Declan Rice now, though, because I, I know you've got a lot to say on him. Right, it's not necessarily just about Rice, though. For me, we, we're, I'll touch on our forward because we've both got the same forward and I think, yep. look, 99% of England players have probably got the same forward in Harry Kane. Ultimately, I think that Kane is burdened by the captaincy. I think he's he's trying to do too much. Controversial. He's dropping too much, too deep. I want to see Kane scoring goals. I want to see him take up the old number nine, the Alan Shearer, the position where he is just literally a fox in the box scoring goals. I know you said dropping deep, and I don't think you can link that to captaincy. I think you can link that to some negativity around him being at Tottenham. He, he drops deep there every game he plays. Because they're not good enough with the ball, so he comes back and he helps. Do not get me wrong, creative wise, he is one of the best strikers. Look at his assist record with Son. He is unbelievable. The passing of the ball for a, for a centre forward is second to none with Harry Kane. However, we don't want him doing that with England, do we? No. And 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 I, and I totally get what you're saying, but with Kane, I think him dropping day comes from the negativity of Tottenham. If he moves away and he goes to someone like Man City. And we're digressing a bit here because we're going to move on to Kane later anyway. <laughs> <laughs> if you go someone like Man City, if I'm Pep, Pep, I'm telling him, you come back to the halfway line at any point or in your half anymore, you're off. Yeah, you're in my team yeah. to score goals. Mm. Take yourself out of position. Who's When that ball gets whipped in, who's going to put it in? Because no one else is going to be there. That's your job. So, right, let's just touch on the captaincy again. Yeah, let's go, go, go back, back. Go back, back to, back to midfield. Yeah. yeah. Let's just go back to your grassroots though, yeah. with captaincy, right? Do you ever remember playing in a team when you was younger and having a forward who was captain? Because it was always centre-half for me. Centre-half or centre sometimes centre-mid yeah. because they can command the whole field. Now, digressing slightly, Harry Kane's speech is appalling when he does an interview, isn't it? So how does he command the field? It's like he's got a mouthful of marbles. <laughs> <laughs> it's like he's... Playing a side role of Marcelo Wallace in Pulp Fiction. <laughs> <laughs> what he needs to do is drop that gimp ball from his mouth. And But ultimately, how does he command a field from right up there? If we're asking him to play up there, how is he telling Harry Maguire to stop falling over his feet? <laughs> Can I just say one thing with Kane? And this goes on what you've just said about him speaking. And this may sound harsh, but who cares? 
in interview, like I previously said, it sounds like he's got a mouthful of marbles. Imagine if he's shouting on the pitch. What is he going to sound like then? This is my whole point. I would love to hear that. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) What was that, Harry? (laughs) He sounds like he's swilling mouthwash back every time he speaks. And the the problem with that is, is, look, for me, Kane isn't even Tottenham's Tottenham's captain. So if he's pipped to the captaincy... He is Tottenham's captain. Well, no, he's Lloris, isn't it? Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. The the (sighs) captain... Yeah, Lurice, right. But then Luis, I suppose, has won the World Cup with France, hasn't he? So mm-hmm. he's going to have that, and he was captain then for France as well. So he's going to—he has been pipped slightly there. But you tell me what team you put Harry uh, Harry Kane in now, and you make him captain in the Premiership, other than Leeds or Bournemouth. I would have Harry Kane captain at Tottenham. He—he he is Mister Tottenham. Um... Again, all right then. Let's put him in a top four team. Who does he take captain off in a top four team? Because Tottenham are top four, are they? Realistically, so I, th- I think if you put Harry Kane in, if you put him in Man City, I think there'd be a really good shout for him to potentially be captain. He's, he's English, um, and there's not many, there's not many standout captains for me in the Man City team. They've got they've got leaders, but if I look for captains, there's not many. I give it to De Bruyne though. Yeah, um, I mean, all just sheer talent. But again, you. Look, the last time a Premiership captain won the Premier League was Eric Cantona, 97. Great start. So, looking back on that, what do we expect to win with having Kane as captain? Was he a proper forward as well, Cantona? Or did he just play a little bit behind sometimes? I think he just played where he wanted, didn't he? He had that old French five, didn't didn't he? And just thought, fuck this, I'll just mooch about a bit. If you're not happy, I'm going on strike. (laughs) Yeah, I'm going to fucking volley you straight in the head. So, right, let's go back to midfield because we're, we're so you're having Rice is your captain. Right, Declan Rice is my captain, and I think he absolutely he, he commands it. If I weren't going to have Rice, right, there's only one other captain for me at England, and but he's not in my team, mm. but because he's slightly past it. But I think Jordan Henderson is a great leader, he's not good enough to get in England now. That's the problem, and that's mm. why he isn't my captain. But I still think. He comes into Southgate's 23 or however many they get to pick. He'll be in the team. Just just for that reason. A bit like the reason they took Connor Cody, do you know what I mean? Yeah, Take just, him, he's never going to play a, eight. He's just, he's just a copy bastard <laughs> and you need them, don't you? Yeah. So who else have you paired with Rice in the midfield then? So, because I'm playing 4-2-3-1, as you are, normally when people play that formation, they have two holders uh, of the ball in midfield. I, I do want to be... Uh, really negative with that, and I want to cram some some really good ball players and attacking players in that because I think the team's defensive is enough. And Southgate ultimately is a very defensive manager. He will set us up to not concede goals. This isn't about Southgate though. This is about me. So um, for me, I'm gonna have Mason Mount in centre and mid with Declan Rice. I'm not gonna have uh, Mount sitting at the back just. Tasty beverage popped up in there by, by Smallsy, uh, Coke Zero. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to have Mason Mount in, in the centre of midfield with Declan Rice. Declan Rice is going to be sitting back. He's going to be holding. He's going to be winning the balls. He's going to be one on the halfway line helping the defenders out. Mason Mount, bit of trickery, very good passer, can finish, can get forward. He's fit, he's young. He's a He's not captain-worthy, but he's a leader of his team. He's mastered his craft at Chelsea. He's come all the way through. And um, the best mates as well, are they? Mount, Mount and Rice, it doesn't get much better. 
Uh, that's that the only the thing. That, that's the only reason why I would personally put Mount in the team because he's good mates with Rice. He he has done nothing in the England shirt. Do you know what? This, this, is, the, this the, is the diff- the, this is where we start. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is where we start scrapping because I. Do you know what? And we've asked, haven't we, on Facebook a couple of the a couple of the guys to sort of submit some teams yep. this week because um, it's our launch day today. So by the way, if you've uh, if you've not seen us on Facebook, where are we? Uh, we're on foot at foot this foot that uh, page on Facebook. Obviously, we we've only just started the podcast, so we're gonna try and introduce things slowly. Try to get on Spotify and Apple and things like that. But um, the reason sort of we started the podcast is because we argue all the time, don't we, about where people should be playing and what they should be doing. And yeah, we're sort of the best football managers well, in the world, aren't we? Really. To be fair, you uh, you summed it up brilliant uh, not so long ago when you messaged me when I was away, and you basically said, um, "I've just looked through all our messages and realised we would make a brilliant podcast." And I thought, you know what? He's, he's probably right. We've got some good views. We're not always on the same page, and we just say it how it is. We're stuffed away. Yeah, and to be fair, we're always adding a bit of you know a bit of fashion with the haircuts. Yeah. Um, a bit of space oh, yeah, therapy all... with the marbles in the mouth. So you know. it's a bit personality with what we're saying. Yeah, as well. of course it is. Yeah. yeah, and we don't just touch on the football. You know, we go down to the people themselves, and I think that's why. Look, I don't. I'm. I'm not a Mount fan. I'm not a Mason Mount fan. I think he was. I think he got a good opportunity when Lampard introduced him. I think he. Has done well at Chelsea. I think he goes with the squad, but for me, I think he he should play further up the pitch if he's going to play anywhere. I, Perhaps I do, behind Kane. I, I agree with that, but um, I want him in the team, and I'm looking at getting attacking players in the team now. I've got five defensive players. I want five attacking players. I want a balance. Sticking Mason Mount in the team, right? If we, for example, I I know we both don't agree with this, but it, if he puts someone like. Jordan Henderson next to Declan Rice. Again, I go back to the example. If I'm playing for Germany, Argentina, Brazil, I'm going to be thinking, he doesn't scare me. He, he, he can hold the ball. Maybe he's going to clear up a bit, but that's what he wants for as well. Is he not good enough? Why, why are they putting two there? You stick Mount in and you think, if he's, is he going to be sitting back? Is he going to get forward? Because he is going to get forward because that's what he knows. And then he becomes a problem for you because... He comes out of nowhere from that position. He can move up. He can jump left. He can jump right. I think. I think if we just balance them with a, a holding player, and then another player that's going to get forward a little bit, but can play centre mid, I think it's going to worry other teams more. So, well, obviously the lesser teams, but but the bigger teams. You want your big players on that team sheet. Everyone's going to know Mason Mount. They're going to be thinking he's Chelsea star. Is is one trophies with them. For me, you put another holder in there like Phillips or Henderson, they're not going to scare you. I, I want a scare factor with England. I, I want people to look at us and go, they are going for it. We're scared of them. We need, to, we need to be defensive, not them. I think this is one position where it can change throughout the tournament, personally, dependent on who we're playing. So I would personally say if you're playing a, a, a team that would we would probably class as difficult or better than us, your Francis, your Belgians, your Brazils... I think that's where you change and you sort of go a little bit more holding. I've just looked on how we've done in the past. And Rice and Phillips were a brilliant partnership, weren't they? We can't we can't deviate away from that. They were good together. Um obviously I'm a Leeds fan, so that again plays a part. But look, Phillips is infectious, I think, as a player. I think he's he's worked hard for England, he's worked hard to get to where he is, his work rate is second to none. Since he's come back from his recent injury, he hasn't been as good. 
but I'm hoping that will pass much like it will hopefully with Chilwell. Well, is at Man City now. Yeah, but ultimately, look, he doesn't owe us anything. Um, <laughs> Biggie just having a quick snort of a line there. <laughs> I won't do it. <laughs> I won't do it. My, my hair fever's just playing up a little bit today. So <laughs> just clearing my senses. Trying to fucking drag my coat out of his mouth now. <laughs> <laughs> like Harry Kane on acid. So, so yeah, I've put Phillips in there. Um, look, there isn't much, to be fair, looking on the teams that the guys have picked through our Facebook and stuff, there isn't much in terms of offers. There was only Bellingham that sort of squeezed in there. But I, I like Bellingham a lot, but I just think it might be a little bit too early for him. A bit raw, isn't he? Yeah. A little bit raw. Yeah. Not I, really I got do, me. I do like that, though. I like it, but I, th- I think this is where I touch on a little bit of, like, these these lads, Bellingham, Sancho, they've yeah. gone abroad and they've done it, haven't they? Yeah. They're, they're, they're successful, aren't they? And I, I love that. I absolutely love it. And I'd love to see it adapted over here. But they've come over, They've come back into either an England setup or Sancho's gone to Man U, and it hasn't really worked, has it? I think. I, th- I think two years time that position is Bellingham's. I, yeah, I, I, I think agree. for the considerable future, we will be seeing Declan Rice and Jude Bellingham playing in that centre mid role. Now you look at Bellingham; he he can get forward. He can basically do what I I've put Mount in for, and. It was it was a toss of the coin for me with Bellingham and Mount, but I think with Mount, you just get that little bit more experience. He's a bit more of a leader. He he's probably going to be calmer in the big situations. Don't get me wrong, I love the raw attributes that you get with young players. He, for me, Bellingham is fearless, isn't he? He he's still learning his trade, but unbelievable talent. Give him a couple of years, and again we go back to the fact Southgate. Has he given him enough opportunities? He's only just put him in recently. I know he's a young lad, but... I think this is where Southgate You've needs to... You've got to work with him, haven't you? Exactly. So yeah. when you play teams like Iran, we we, we drop Mount and we put Bellingham in. And that's where I think... It, that's where the team changes. I give him a good one out. Yeah. yeah I think he, Good half an hour. And it, he's only going to get better. The thing that Bellingham has that Mount doesn't potentially have now is he can be defensive. That's the thing that he has got, hasn't he? He's got, he's got more physicality as well. Yeah. He's a, he's a big young lad. If you look at what some of these players are doing now, they're going away pre-season. They're coming back stacked, yeah. aren't they? It's like done but, six months inside, isn't it? Oh, <laughs> God. I, I think once Bellingham does that, he he, he, he automatically lifts himself. Because um, that's what you want in the middle of the park, isn't it? You want a physical, fit, athletic player. And, I'll tell you uh, one thing I will say about the young lads that are going to like Germany. And, you know, Tamari's obviously got he's playing in Italy, isn't he? Yeah. Are they controlled well in them countries? Yeah, in yeah. terms of the personality, the regime, the strict way that they control Do you know what I think media. It is? I think it's lifestyle as well when you look at foreign countries. They have a lot more... They've, they've got more structure to the lifestyle, but it's more laid back at the same time. Like They're like... Yeah. It's a warmer countries most of the time. They get up, they have a little bit of breakfast because you never want to eat loads. You never want to pig out when it's real no, hot. Yeah. You go training... You go training, it gets hot midday, you have your siesta, you chill out, yeah. you're always laid back, no one's stressing, anxiety's low, depression's probably low, no one's with the media's not as bad. Media and, and because they're English, they're not on them. Exactly. The British media just needs to fuck off. That's what I'll say. And I'll put it out there right now. I think we jump on the backs of our our British lads, our our English players, whatever you want to call it, we we are just hounding them. To, to death and it, it, this is proof in the pudding if you don't need any more 
information about media and its influence, you only have to look at the lads that are going abroad. There's, there has to be more reason why they're going abroad because I'm telling you now. As well, yeah, I'm telling you now. Even when Sancho was at Man City before he went to Dortmund, he could have got in a good team, couldn't he? In, yeah, he in England, have. he could have played for your likes of your West Ham, your Wolves, your Tottenham, probably even. And Bellingham could do exactly the same. The reason these lads were pushing them abroad is well, because the media is all over them all the time. Uh, they've got Champions League football out of it as well, most of them. Exactly, mm. but the media is just they drive people away, don't they? If the British media ultimately needs to fuck right off. We should be the British media. I, we'll get behind the lads a bit more. I will give the media a little bit of credit, though. In the last um, last tournament, I think that's probably the best I've ever seen them with players and um, expectations. Yeah, but then look manager. at the media However, now. we was playing really well. Yeah, when when we're good, we, it's everybody behind us, isn't it? Yeah. When, when we start playing bad, I mean, you look at the media now... And it, I mean, I, obviously, we both watch Sky Sports News pretty much daily, don't we? But Grealish is on there every day, isn't he? If he's not, I don't read the Sun because it's an absolute mm. fucking abomination of a paper. But, you know, when you look at the media now, Jack, Jack Grealish on there at the moment, he's in LA. Look, the kid's just signed the biggest contract of his life. He's the most expensive English player. He's just won the league for the first time. He's just well. won the league for the first time. He's celebrating. Give him a bit of time. Let him have a bit of champagne. Do you know what I mean? Enjoy yourself, kid. Do you know what? And instead, we're diving all over him, aren't we? Oh, look at him. Look at the showboating he's doing. Do you know he, what? He, I've he, been does, he, he does a lot of good behind the scenes, Jack Realish. I'll give him that. Um, there's a lot of stories. Because he's uh, is it his sister that's not very well? She is. I believe his sister's uh, heavily disabled, and uh, he does a lot behind the scenes, which he never gets any credit for. Uh, he's really good with families, um, charitable. But one thing I will say with Jack Grealish with the media was, um, he's that thick. I don't think he cares. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think it gets to him because if there's a negative article printed about him. He can't read it anyway, can he? He's, he's Grealish, the Gazza of our generation. I, I think he's as close as we're ever going to get, and people like him for that, don't they? Yeah, I, do you know what? I've got a lot of time for him, and I think it moves on to our sort of, left. would you say, sort of left-wingish position? Yeah, should we start there? Yeah, I think we'll, go, we'll move on. Yeah. Um, obviously, look, Grealish, I, if you'd have asked me a year ago, he would be in the England team and probably be up there with my... I only really put two definite players in the England team. That for me is Rice and Foden. Um, but not Ken. Probably not. No, for me nah, personally, he's got to be. It's for me be. personally, I'd, I I I'd like to see us mix that forward up. But moving to the left wing position, I know you've sort of you've gone Grealish, haven't you? I've gone Grealish. Yeah. Um, I've, I've got my reasons. Yeah, uh, I've gone Saka, and again, I've got my reasons, but your you, your opinion varies, doesn't it, on yep. Saka? You're not a massive fan, you don't think he's, yeah, I'm not think sure he's a bit he's, weak, don't you? I'm not sure he's done enough yet for me. Yeah. I just think that sort of would scare me as an opponent, do you know, not knowing enough about him. Do you know what I don't like about Saka? <laughs> Southgate picks him because, because he's defensive, and he can play defensive, uh as well as attacking and I I hate the idea of that in a forward player um, I just think why why are you picking someone <laughs> you okay <laughs> sorry I've just drunk some of the my cooks here and spat it all down he's got it everywhere <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to hold it in but thank you for bringing it to everyone's attention it's alright right yeah so Saka yeah for me, your forward players, especially your wide ones, you want them to stay relatively forward because they're forward players. 
Um, I'm not too bothered about what they do defensively. I'm happy with my defence. I've got my holder in Rice. I want my forward players to do the damage. For me, Saka is a young kid. We don't know too much about him yet. I do like the way Saka plays. I just think he needs a bit more. I don't think he's good enough to start for England yet, by the way. Um, but can if if can I just intervene with an interesting stat? Yeah. Saka has scored more goals for England than Grealish has. Means nothing to me, that. But on the basis of last year as well, Saka pipped Grealish in the Premier League by a lot. Again, Saka probably play more games. Pep rotates his team a lot in Man City, so Jack Grealish ain't probably gonna get the same amount of minutes as Saka did. I'd love to. We haven't got. We haven't got them. Stats. I think we can sort yeah. of both and probably all agree that our current problem for England is goals, isn't it? it we're struggling, aren't we? Yeah. In terms of scoring but, goals. But this is why I'm putting Jack Grealish in my team. And um, as I said previously about the Harry Maguire being a presence and threat in the air with his humongous slab butty of a head. <laughs> Jack Grealish. Jack Grealish will win you fouls in and around the box all day long. He is the number one on, on the charts for fouls in the opponent's uh, final third of the pitch. He will win you fouls all day long. We've got some really good uh, dead ball specialists in our team. I'm looking at Chilwell... Right, James can put a ball in. Mount will put a ball in. Foden, again, he can put a ball in. Uh, I won't want Kane putting a ball in, but he can. I want Kane in the box. But Grealish is going to win his free kicks around the box. No question about it. And I'm looking at Maguire and Stones, Rice, Kane, big lads, get their heads on it. Gives us a chance all the time. Uh, and that's why Grealish is in my team. He's a £100 million man. Uh they didn't spend hundred million on him for nothing. I think towards the back end of the season, he started showing really good glimpses of uh, why they paid that for him. I will say, I don't think Man City is the best set up for Jack Grealish. All his life, he has been the poster boy. He still is the poster boy now, but all his life, he has been told to run at players, beat your man, get at him, don't be scared of losing the ball. And now Pep's basically saying to him, "I want you to keep the ball all the time. We retain the ball at this club. We play." Not tick attackers as much anymore, but it's still pretty close to tick attacker with Pep, isn't it? He, he wants that ball retained. He don't want uh, for me. If I'm Southgate, I'm putting my arm around Jack Grealish and going, "Go do what you do." Yeah, you will scare the shit out of. He's them. almost lost his identity, hasn't he? Going to City, yeah, a little bit, yeah, yeah. And look, it, I totally agree, and it, it'd be a very rare time that me and you sort of see eye to eye in terms of your. Your point on his winning fouls because he is he just knows how to win a win a foul, doesn't he? And he knows what to do to win a foul, and he will he will give us a new dimension if we do play him for England. And look, it was a tough choice for me, but I think just on the basis of what Saka has done for England in terms of his running, it up until the when we sort of played Italy in the finals. He was he was classed as probably one of our most dangerous players at times, mm. um, and he did bring a lot to the pitch. But I sort of get what you what you're saying about Southgate wanting him to drop back and play defensively. And I think recently he's put him at left back, hasn't he? Yeah, yes. So it, it shows what Southgate thinks of him. He, he never put Sterling or Grealish or no. Foden at left back or right back. And I so think if 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 a wild player can do that for me, nah. Not yeah. having it. Don't want him in my team. So I think we move swiftly on now. Uh, let's have a look at the right wing position. Mm. And again, I think we've varied here. I've gone for something completely out of the uh, out of the, out of this world, really. Ah. But you've um, you've gone for 
You've gone safe, and you've gone south, yeah. This I've is gone. I've, <laughs> this is what I'm saying. Yeah. I've, this, got, I've gone tried and tested. Um, Mr. England, Mr. Dependable. When it matters, he, he, he's turned up for England in the last few tournaments. Not been brilliant with Man City, but I've uh, put Raheem Sterling in the team. I think his pace is unbelievable. It is frightening. It's electric. If you're if you're another another team in the tournament and you see his name on the team sheet, you're babbing your pants, aren't you? Imagine if if you're playing left back, right back, centre back, anywhere on the pitch, you're thinking there's no way I'm keeping up with. Who's keeping up with him? I mean, uh, we're Sterling for me, right? Can't finish. Can't finish his dinner. No, can't no. <laughs> <laughs> finish his dinner. Okay. Uh, which, looking at his ass, you'd think he'd be able to, to be fair, because <laughs> it looks as though he's been eating dinner for most of his life. But, and it's all just gone to his ass like a Kardashian, hasn't it? That <laughs> <laughs> like ghetto booty. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, he runs so strange as I well. know. Like, it, it's what sort of entertaining, isn't it? There's no one told him, because sprinting is, is all about straight lines with your movement. You want everything parallel, forward and backwards. You want your arms? I, I used to be a sprinter when I was younger. I used to sprint for uh, regionally in Yorkshire, where we're both from. You want everything going up and down, knees nice and high, arms up and down, side to side. You're losing all your momentum for speed. You're not getting your body in the right position. Your knees aren't going high enough. Has no one told him that? Because he could be faster. <laughs> I think it obviously works for him. Though, it it works for him. And maybe that's uh, because he's changed his movement a lot as well. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm thinking sprinting, straight line. Football, a bit different, isn't it? You're always changing position yeah. and you need your balance a bit but, different. I mean, so, yeah, maybe that. Just think how it was I know, just but, like you say, if he'd sort of adopted that approach, not only would he be a lot faster if he sort of went in a straight line, but if he got with that parcel shelf that he's carrying around <laughs> on his ass, he'd probably be a lot faster as well, wouldn't he? Yeah. But look, I think this. I get the I get the Sterling thing, um, and I do like him, and I like what he brings to England, and he's sort of been he has been Mister Dependable, hasn't he? Yeah. Um, and I think that's that's sort of been been the beauty of why why he's sort of come into the team. Um, but I've gone I've gone full Gareth Bale here. I'm pushing Trent Alexander Arnold to right wing. Now this is proper controversy, and when he's I, never done. I it just before. saw Big I saw Biggie see it then, and he shook his head straight away. But hear me out, right? Just hear me out. His forward positional play for Liverpool is assist last season out of this world. That being able to whip a ball in, look at we're both having Kane up front. I think what Kane is lacking being up front is a good delivery into the box. Sterling ain't gonna give you that. He can barely kick a ball. Grealish will. <sighs> will he though? But but you say that. My fullbacks, uh, Reese James and Ben Chilwell. They will get forward and put balls in all day long for Harry Kane. So I'm not bothered about that whatsoever. I just I just think that we should utilise the fact that we've got 25 right-backs available. Do you know what I mean? And <laughs> they're, all, they're all of world-class, aren't they? Like you said earlier, if we could build yeah. a team of right-backs, we'd have the best in the world. Yeah, we would. 100%. I just think that Trent, for me, needs, needs to be in the team. And you mentioned about Grealish winning these dead ball scenarios earlier. Mm. You've you, some, you've there is nobody else in that team yeah. you, would, you would want on that position other than Trent there's probably no one else in the world you'd want in that position on it's almost like having David Beckham Beckham in his latter years I even I was of the opinion of come on now <laughs> let's let's get rid of him let's let's move on but yeah, I've got a really good point to move on to him. it's yeah, it's the dead ball scenario isn't it it's yeah. almost like have you ever seen the film replacements it's about American football and they have that Welsh guy in it that Reese uh, Reese Ivans and he's he's basically called leg 
And all he does, he can't do anything else, smokes cigs, drinks 10 pints, and all he can do is come on and kick the football. Yeah. That is almost what I'm bringing Trent in for. He's, he's, a, new, he's a new David Beckham. Mm, can you carry him do, just doing that though? Because he's not going to offer you much more there, I don't think. He doesn't know the position. For me, if I'm going to squeeze Trent in anywhere, it's either going to be at right back or, and if I was Southgate, and I know he's tried this once, I think, I'd stick him in that, that role next to Rice, or maybe even for Rice, uh, and have him in that holding midfield role. But again, I think he's better out wide with his delivery. He's not going to be able to get as many balls in from that position, so it's probably right back or nothing for me with Trent. I just I, I just think we've got to try it. Well, I'd like to see Southgate try things anyway. Why, why, why are we trying it in a World Cup, though? He should, it, he he, should have tried it a, during the Nations yeah, League, shouldn't yeah, he? I'm, I'm just not sure that's the position for him. It, it, again, go back. If I'm Germany, Argentina, Brazil, and I see him playing Trent there, I'm thinking, he don't play that. Like, what's he know about that position? That's scary though, isn't it? For me, that's scary, because you think, well, why would he play in there? What has he seen I that I haven't it, seen? I'm not sure. I mean, this this formation is all about breaking space behind the back line, isn't it? Mm. So you, you, right. you drag people out of positions. Let me, let me space, strip this no. back to you, right? So in your team, I'm looking at it now, you have got Walker Stones, White, Chilwell... You've got Rice and Phillips, both holding defensive. Then I look at your wingers, and you've got Trent and Saka, again, defensive. We're, we're ripping Southgate to pieces for having a defensive mindset. <laughs> and all but two players on your list are defensive players. <laughs> no, they're not. They are. They're not. They Trent, are. Trent, Trent you've got a right back player. at right wing. Trent could not defend for fucking Toffee. <laughs> That's how I know he's not a defensive yeah, player. Right. If, if you click on his profile at Liverpool or you click on his card on FIFA, what is Trent? Yeah, but he's, he's only right that position back. because they've got Salah playing uh, in front of him. If you had more Salah in the England setup, you he's going to be right wing, isn't he? You, the only reason Trent doesn't nah. play right wing is because of the Salah there. That is a simple fact because he cannot defend his shit at it. But his dead ball scenarios, his crosses into the box, it would have provided 18, 19 goals for Liverpool this year. Yeah. He's, he's just, he brings something to the table. If, Saka, if, he's the only thing that I'm sort of, I'm nodding my head at you now and saying, <laughs> oh, you're so defensive. I get that now. And looking back, I, I would maybe put Grealish in. But Trent, for me, he's got to play. And Walker's got to play. The fact you've dropped Walker is, is just ridiculous. I don't understand the well, how you can take him out of the team. I said before, I was in an hour and about Walker in replace for Maguire. I, I like Walker. Um, he's experienced. He is a leader. I think Walker could captain Man City. I mean, you, you sort of mentioned earlier about the dead ball scenario, but there isn't really anybody in your team that really delivers in that. In Bencher that. will deliver. <sighs> Phil Foden can deliver. Phil Foden Miss Mount really can deliver. Dead balls. I've got three there. I, I'm, be, I'm, I'm, I'm very happy that Reece, <laughs> I'm very happy that Reece James um, could take a corner or whip a very good ball. And you look at his delivery. Reece James, to be fair, is probably the one that you would you would eyeball as being your best at set pieces. I'd say Ben Chilwell's better than Reece James at set pieces. Potentially, but it's not again. You've got both though. You've got your right. You've got your left. You, again, I, though, neither of them do it. They're good enough. Neither of them do it week in, week out, though, do they? I think they do. I did. Maybe not set pieces all the time, but when they're playing the ball with a ball at the feet, running in, which is harder to do, by the way, whipping in that ball to the centre forward and putting it on a sixpence, there's no two better left back, uh, full-backs in the world than James and Chilwell at that for me. I think this is a, a, an appropriate time to sort of see where 
where the audience stands on this. Obviously, you, you, I mean, we can sort of almost wrap it up a little bit there, can't we? And yeah. Because I think everybody in the world... We're not agreeing, are we? <laughs> no. Everybody in the world would put Phil Foden just behind Harry Kane, wouldn't they? I'm not um, sure everyone in the world would, um, but we've agreed on it, haven't we? Uh, I know somebody in the Facebook comments had dropped Harry Kane, you know, and sort of gone for a... I can't see how he can do it. Um, so they'd sort of gone for a... a false a pep, nine. Yeah, like yeah. a false nine, like a pep, a pep setup. Um, look, for but me... Again, would that scare you as another nation? They've got they haven't even got a striker on the pitch. I think the problem is, is looking, score goals. looking at our teams now, that that doesn't it doesn't scare me as as a look, your team as a scare me looking at I, it. I think neither neither do to be fair nah, because I do, man. We, but we've seen both these teams play recently, haven't we? Well, not not mine obviously because I've tried to change things up a bit. But you've gone safe Southgate, haven't you? Really? I don't, I wouldn't say it is safe Southgate. I don't I don't think Southgate would put Mason Mount next to Declan Rice in the centre mid. I think. If he puts Mount anywhere, he puts him just behind Kane in that position. We've got Foden now. Um, I'm not entirely sure Southgate trusts uh, Jack Grealish either. I I like Foden personally. I originally I had Foden on the left because I think that's where he's done it for City when he's played for England. Some of his touches down that side mm. have been absolutely phenomenal. Um, and he he sort of he almost needs a free role, doesn't he, Foden? Yeah. To 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 get the benefit of him, I think. Well. I'm glad you said that actually because my front three behind my striker which we all know is going to be Kane um, I've got Sterling, Foden and Grealish but now there is a bit of a reason why I've, I've done that Foden can float anywhere around that front three he can go on the right he can play in the middle he can go on the left Jack Grealish is predominantly on the left however he can float into the middle Sterling can do it all. I wouldn't so much have him in the middle, but I'd have him on the other side on the left as well. Now, what that gives you is a bit of creativity to be fluid in the game and chop it around and change it a little bit. And I really like that in a team. It, you know, you spend 20 minutes running at a man, you might not get anywhere. You say to your opper on the other side, let's switch over for 10 minutes, have a, have a go on the other man, see if you get anywhere with him. That can scare people. And also, it's very good on the counter if you're out of position, you're covering for each other. They all know how to play each little role. I'm maybe not too sure about Grealish on the right, but there's no reason why he couldn't do it. Um, he's right-footed after all. Let's talk about Marble Gob, who you've got as captain. <laughs> uh, I, I think we haven't spoke about Ford enough, but we both agree on him. He, I don't he, think there's a... Do you know what? Talent. I don't think we need to speak about nah. him enough because surely... You know anybody in the world? He is the scariest member on the team sheet for me. If 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 he's, you're looking at that from a France, Brazil, Argentina point of view, yeah, I would see Phil Phil Foden and think, how the fuck are we going to deal with him today? He's a nightmare. Hopefully, his head's in it because he's had a few personal problems recently, hasn't he? With his missus on holiday, oh, she's geez. been looking at his phone. They've had an oh, argument fuck it. I, at the, you know at the beach hotel, wherever it was. I think ultimately that's an argument that. In, in anywhere else is kept behind closed doors and again I refer to the British media as being a bunch of cocks if just I, 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 I think someone saw that story to them someone's yeah, just, seen it happen and they've got there there's a, there's yeah. a few quid there's a few quid here just, would just, you do that? Just, I'd maybe do that yeah, of course I would look I'd, I'd sell myself for a couple of quid you know <laughs> what I mean but ultimately you know the the British media should be sort of almost banned I think from talking about English players they should just be able to 
do you think we'd get more out of them if they were a bit more free reign? Yeah, or I do. Do, I you... do. But they make too much money from it and it's never going to happen, is it? No, and I get that. But I'd, I'd like to see some sort of policy come in where, yeah. where they sort of bring in, look, you have to stave away from them. Not, no matter what they do, you know, if Grealish gets in his car or Foden gets in his car and fucking wipes... Wipes a busload of kids out, then it needs to be reported, doesn't it? Yeah, but, it's a bit and I different. Get that. It's, a bit it's different. different but there's a bus that's been damaged. Having, having a normal, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> there is a bus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, to be fair, it could cost millions to get that bus back on the road. Yeah. Uh, that's but, a one of five out of seven. But in fairness, you know, like a, a general argument that. Most uh, people but, have daily with a girlfriend. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Fuck's sake, get off my phone. Do you know, like, and it, it just that happens all the time. Does mm. it? Is it really public attention? The public need to know that. It's a personal thing for them, isn't it? But again, would the CPS grab hold of that? You know what I mean? <laughs> but 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 it it sells papers, doesn't it? It sells stories. Of course, it sells it papers, and everything and is business, isn't it? So yeah, footballers are cash cows for media, aren't they? Of course, they are, they, yeah. they will milk them all day long. Yeah. <laughs> I just don't, I, and again, I think touch, we're touching on something you said about Grealish earlier about the stuff that he does behind the closed doors. Yeah, again, there's not enough that. attention on the stuff that they do do that's good, is there? I know Phillips does a lot for the Leeds community, and I, I think he'll still continue to do, do so even if he goes to Man City. I think he might have already gone. I'm not hundred percent, um, but there's a lot of there's a lot of footballers who do a lot in the background, isn't there? That is yeah. that is good and. I think as a as a media sort of force, we we only focus on negative, don't we? Um, and I think it'd be nice just to see and get away with a bit more. Do you know what I mean? Because <laughs> yeah. I think we we can we've already said, haven't we, in the past? If we were footballers or we had oh, that kind of money, I'd be horrendous. We'd be dead, wouldn't we? I'd be dead. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We'd be in a I'd ditch. Be a ditch in Las Vegas. Yeah, yeah. It'd be like Wolf of Wall Street, wouldn't it? Yeah, I, I wouldn't want my family members knowing what had happened to me. No, it, I, I'd almost have to get like reconstructive surgery to change. Yeah. The it'd be, way that it'd I look. be a closed casket. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so obviously you've gone, Kane, captain. Yeah, let's from, uh, let's, let's yeah. just talk about your views on Captain Kane. Uh, they all know him as H, don't they? I think he, I think he is the captain of the England team. A lot, there's a lot of youth in our England team at the moment, um, and I think we've looked up to Kane for a long time as one of the standout elite players for English English football. Phil Foden is going to surpass him very soon. Um, talent wise, ability wise, Foden's on a one way destination to stardom for England, I think. But Kane's held that number one spot for many years now. And he's questionably our best player still. Um, I'd say he's right up there. And he's a leader. He's very vocal. He's always been in that leadership group with England. And um, I don't think there's any reason to change it. I know what you said before about it being maybe a burden on him. I don't think it is a burden on him. I, th- I think the burden on him is the way he plays for Tottenham, as I previously said it. That just needs slapping out of him for England. You need to go, you are our focal point. We have got, well, I, I've got Reese James and Ben Chilwell whipping in balls all day long for you. There is no way I want Phil Foden as last man in the box to whip his head on him because he's five foot and a peanut. To be honest, if one of them balls hits him in the head, it's probably snapping his neck, isn't it? <laughs> Um, I mean, <laughs> right, so let's just go back to Southgate obviously picks Kane as captain, doesn't he? Yeah. Is Southgate making a making a flaw there, do you think? I know you say that not to put the burden on him, but I always look back at Beckham as captain. Mm. Probably, in my opinion, 
played a lot better as Captain Beckham mm. than he did previously. Sort of ran the show, took control, took it by the scruff of the neck at times, played miles out of position, didn't he? Yeah, he, did. he sort of dropped into centre midfield at times. And I, I look at Kane sometimes and I think when the game's not going well, he has a tendency to want to sort of use the captaincy and but try to do it through a way of like more of a defensive mindset, help the team out, get stuck in, roll your sleeves up, the old adages that he uses and go back to. And I sort of sense that in him when I'm watching him. To, to be fair, I, I do agree with what you said, predominantly captains are centre-backs and, and centre-mids. And maybe the captaincy on him, for him to communicate with the team, he has to get back. Yeah. Maybe, maybe, maybe that's And do you know what else why. as well? I think... With him being such a vocal point, and look, he is a world, world class striker. Yeah. He's he's finishing his seconds and on. But don't you just want to see him be selfish? And I think yeah, that captain I, I just want him to stay stay at the top, be yeah. selfish. Be selfish, be miserable when you don't get the ball. But he's almost because he's captain, he do he can't he can't adopt that role. He has to clap when somebody don't pass him the ball. You know what I mean? Come on, mate, any, get your head up. I think that's him anyway, though. Yeah, but I'd like to see I would like to see Southgate just pull into a sign and say, look. You don't get that ball. I want you spitting them marbles out of your mouth. Do you know what I mean? Mm. I want you kicking off. I just think that... I mean, there is only one other leader in the team for me in terms of experience and his actual leadership qualities, and that is Rice. I don't think you can look really anywhere else. I know you've got Maguire in your team, who, who is a potential candidate, but he's I never going to get it, is he? I, I, given think, his... I, I think give Rice two years' time and he could be England captain. I think he's just a little bit too young, a little bit too raw at the moment. He does it well for West Ham at the moment. However, I will say this. With West West Ham, has he not just got it because he's a local lad and they're trying their best to keep him there? Maybe, but again, he must be learning something. You know, uh, he's, had, he's had Noble, hasn't he? Yeah. Noble to look up yeah. to. I mean, Noble's ph- phenomenal, wasn't yeah. he? As a player and, great, a, and a leader. Great people person as well. Did you, yeah. see, did you see what he did when he left the club? Yeah, he, he left them all personal messages, yeah, yeah. presents, everything. Even Absolutely even the media group in the stands. Yeah, left them letters. Le- didn't left them little yeah, letters. I saw uh, that. This yeah. is my final game. Thank you all for supporting me. To the media. Yeah. The media we've been slagging off. Yeah, I know, yeah. They've probably slagged him off for years. Yes. Yeah. Because he's a fat little bastard. He's a dumpy little bastard. <laughs> little um, great player, by the way. I've seen him play what, a lot times. Brilliant. But. What I'm saying is, is imagine the sort of um, imagine the example Rice has got from that. You know, you don't hear of many players leaving media messages, do you? And when you leave the club and thanking all the backroom no, staff, no, he must brilliant. be. It's he must be in line to become the next England captain for me. He's got to be. And if I, I think he is, I think you're right. I would like to see. I, I don't think it'd have a negative impact on Kane if he was stripped to the captain, but I, I know, and I think you know, that Southgate will not have the bollocks to do that. No, well, no. Let's move on to Southgate. What, what's, what's your current feeling about him as England manager? I don't. I'm not. Um, I'm not for him now. Um, I think he's probably done the best. The best job he could do. Well, easily the best job he could do. I do think he made a few. Uh, Stupid decisions in the in the final, uh, which was a bit negative, and we could have actually won it once we went ahead. Um, he took Declan Rice off, who was brilliant in the final as well, wasn't he? He was fantastic. Yeah. He was all over the pitch. I can remember at half time, I was saying to everyone I was watching with, Declan Rice, he's man of the match by a mile at the moment. Yeah. It, you could see how much it meant to him as well, which again, leadership quality is brilliant, fit as a fiddle. Um, 
I don't know the reasons he took him off. Maybe there was maybe there was something, but if it was down to performance, the man's an idiot. Um, yeah, um, I mean, I don't. But who who would take over from him? I'm not. Well, I'm that's not the thing. Isn't it? I think I think right now we're in a position where we're too clo- we're too close. To yeah, the we couldn't get rid well. of him. We sort yeah. of need to follow his ethos. But ultimately, what are our chances of winning this? Well, I'm glad you've said that because I have written down in front of me the most likely route to the final for uh, England if if each favourite team wins the games. And um, so the first game we've got is the 21st of November, Iran, group stage, then USA on the 25th, Wales on the 29th. I'd like to think England are going to win that group. The yeah, group, I mean, a, a great, is, yeah, I think... We're favourites to win that group, aren't we? Oh, 100%. Yeah. I mean, there, there isn't a team there that we, we should even drop a point against. No. But if there was going to be any, I think I think we've got enough to power Iran, surely. Yeah. Um, I think Wales is a win as well. USA might throw a few troubles in there. Yeah, I, I think the opposite with USA and Wales. I think we'll smash USA. I think Wales might be our trouble. They're just It's that local rivalry, in it? Yeah. Awkward the, the neighbours next up. door. Gareth Bale. On but his I day, think... I think I think by the time we hit Wales, we we should be in a good enough position. Yeah, we should be up and running. Yeah, yeah. and we should be in a good enough position to maybe not have to play our first eleven. I'm hoping. Hopefully, uh, uh, I'm hoping we can maybe put a few a few surprise candidates in there just to get people thinking. Even just touching on hopefully su- surprise candidates. Yeah. Anybody who got called in over the Nations League who impressed you? There was only Bowen for me who I thought maybe could have maybe c- cemented a little bit of a place for the World Cup. See, Hull City fan, uh, Jared Bowen, love the kid. England, brutally honest, he ain't good enough yet. Um, there's way better options out there for England than him. On form, fantastic. He deserves his chance. He deserves to be there, but he's never getting in my team. Maybe, I'd maybe bring him on for five minutes against Iran if we're beating him, but... I, f- I think there's better options you can bring on ahead of him. I'd have Saka over him any day. I'd probably experiment with Trent on the wing offer him. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, is that the only one you've got, Jared Bowen? Because I, I can't think of any more. I'd have loved to see him have a go with Tamari. Yeah, I mean, Tamari, Tammy Abram, I think, has done enough to get a shower. Uh, for me, Tammy's number two. Strike yeah. Ass. Um, Ollie Watkins has had a good season, but I think Tammy, what he brings, he's got pace, power, strength. Again, we're going to be having balls swinging in. He's a big lad. I think I'd like to see us look at, obviously, <coughs> under 23s and under 19s are sort of pushing through at the moment. I think there is a couple of options in there. Chukwemenka from uh, Villa. I'd maybe like to see him take Gellard. Yeah. Gellard from uh, from Leeds, obviously, because I'm a Leeds fan. Disgusting. Uh, <laughs> do you know, I'd just like to see another option to Kane because I, I just feel as though we are so... One-sided and reliant on that, and if he gets injured or something happens to him, God forbid. But if that if I, that happens, I, 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 what I is our next call? What do we do if Kane gets injured? I wouldn't be opposed to Tammy Abraham playing up front after the season he's had. I think, I think he's just got to that level now where he's, he 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 could step in. He's never going to be Kane. He's never going to be the finisher that Kane is. He's never going to have the presence or the intimidation factor of having Harry Kane in your team, but. I, I think he could do a job for us. Now, if we lose Kane, it is massive. Um, there, there is a void, but I'd be happy with Tammy. After that, you'd be looking at your false nine with uh, Phil Foden probably up there, possibly. 
I just think where does it end in terms of us looking at these players who are playing abroad at the current, you know, I mean, I know one of the guys on Facebook have put Smalling in the centre-back position. Yeah, I was going to mention that, actually. Uh, yeah. he's, he's not a bad shout, but ultimately, look, we've seen Smalling. I mean, look, if Phil Jones goes to Inter Milan next week and well, he has an absolute it, blinder of a season... He's gone to uh, the French team, hasn't he? Has he? Yeah, but he's it, gone to the French team. If he starts having blinders of seasons and they yeah. win, they come in the Champions League, do you know what I mean? Do we start considering Phil Jones at the back again? When does it end? When do we say that the Premiership is is the elite league? We we know that. It is we? The elite it's, the, it's the elite it's where league. The is, so it's it's, it's where we get our best players from. It's where we get our talent from. Mm. Are these players who are going abroad sort of trying to get a second lifeline, a second wind? Are they good enough, or are they playing in a more easier league? Mm. Is it like going to Rangers or Celtic where it's well, fucking it's, it's, much ha- it's much harder to watch them for Southgate, that's a fact. Yeah. Uh, he's not <coughs> watching them live. It's different watching them live as well. If you're watching them on a on a recorded TV, live TV, you're not going to see the movement as much. No. Whereas if you're there live, you can focus on that play. You can watch everything they're doing on that pitch. I'm just going to jump back to one thing. I had a key point to mention about you playing Trent Alexander-Arnold on the wing. Um, you could get away from this. And it, it goes back to one of our key themes. He needs a good haircut as well, doesn't he? What is oh. he What is he playing at? It's like... It's a, like a mini predator running around the pitch, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, he just like... He's got no... If it was up to me, I, I mean, I am very Hitler-like in my management skills anyway, but I would just pick them all. Pick them all and let's barcode them. <laughs> let's move forward like that so instead of a number on the back of the top we're going to have a barcode yeah and we, yeah. we scan them in we scan them out you know you can tie COVID and stuff into it it just life would be so much easier if everybody was shaved um, that's the way I see it I, <laughs> think, I think you only say it like that because I've got no hair because you've got no hair and I've had for 10 years whereas I, I, I'm clinging on to mine a bit but I look at it a lot different <laughs> right um, so, so I Anybody else who you would like to see Southgate maybe lean upon or look at uh, in near future? We, we've said, I'd like to see him explore Reese James at left-back. I'd like to see him have a go with Samari at centre-back. Uh, again, Tammy, yeah, he's good enough for me. I'd give him a go. Ollie Watkins, don't man, don't think he's good enough, but he could prove us wrong if he's given a chance. Henderson, never again. Um, Smalling get a, a sniff. I give him a sniff. Yeah, is 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 too late now, isn't it? It's too late. Yeah, I, I th- he should have done all this during the Nations League, shouldn't he? Yeah, and that sort oh, of yeah. touches on with me how I feel about Southgate as a but as a manager. I don't. I think he's too safe. Uh, I don't think he experiments enough. It's too late now, though. It's too late now to change him. Look, we are going to the World Cup with Gareth Southgate. Yeah, we're we're, they're we're, not going to get. Me. I think we're never going to get. I think the him. FA have made that clear as well. And we maybe need to accept the fact that probably. Um, the lads that we speak about now, the youth that we've maybe got that we want to bring in. Mm. Um, again, no, has he has he started with a consistent eleven recently? Well, do you know, he's, he's he he is trying different options, but he's maybe not trying them in the right way, is well, he? And I think he's maybe you just say that. I think Southgate has got his own team of undroppables for England, and I think you're looking at Pickford, Walker, Maguire, undroppable for him. I think Declan Rice, undroppable. Sterling, undroppable. Kane, undroppable. Foden is right on the edge for him just because of his inexperience and bit of youth. Mm. But for me, there's, there's, for me, there's probably only three undroppables in that team, and that's Kane, Foden, and Rice. Yeah. Um, 
the rest, the, the positions are there to play for now. Yeah. And it, a lot's going to depend on how they perform uh, at the start of the season. Um, we all know notoriously, it takes them a, a month to get going, don't we? Kane so, normally don't score during August, does he? Yeah, <laughs> it's a, so it's hopefully, sort of hopefully we pick him up at a good point for the yeah. World Cup. Um, I, I just hope they all stay fit. I don't want to see anyone injured. I don't want to no. see thinking what could have been. Yeah, what? how do you feel about the sort of World Cup being in November? I mean, predominantly, normally, I would be I would be going on a lads' holiday June, um, getting absolutely pissed, crying into a pint glass, yeah. you know, over the fact that we've just been beaten two 0 <laughs> by Iran in the first game, um, and just be, you know, yeah. just being absolutely distraught by it and trying to rebuild the rest of my holiday. Um, sort of, I, I, I'm the same. No, normally, World Cup Euro tournaments were always, they all, I always coincide my summer leave with them, so I'm always away for. Normally, I try and get. Um, knockout stage off when I'm away abroad because it's brilliant abroad yeah you normally get the everyone, first two games in don't you every, everyone jumps together you're on holiday you English you English you English yeah you're watching a game yeah yeah yeah, yeah. you all get down to the boozer and that's it it is brilliant I can remember I was in Jamaica for the uh, the last Euros at this little uh, Bob Marley bar built into our hotel and the atmosphere was unbelievable it was all inclusive beer there was big stands going around of uh, red stripe there was a load of load of other fans from all around the world there. It was a sports bar itself, and it was fantastic. My life peaked at that moment. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's it. And then they're the sort of holidays that obviously loads of people are going to miss now, aren't they? Yeah. Um, I mean, I know a couple of lads who are going, are still going abroad. They're doing the old Benidorm in November. Um, but is it gonna? Is it the same? Is it? It's nowhere near the same, is it? It's you not know. the same. No, you, you, like I think. I feel a bit unfair for like the British economy with it because um, pub trades and stuff, middle of summer, World Cup, Euros on, any major England game, they are rammed. They yeah. are raking money back. Yeah. Are you going to fancy going out to pub? Uh, I know the time difference isn't too bad, but middle of winter, it's freezing cold, you've got your eating on, you f- you're watching the game at home, aren't I you? I mean, again, though, looking at it from like a, even a family point of view, Close to Christmas, really, isn't it? Yeah. So how are you going to want to go and spend money down the pub with the lads, getting levered, exactly. dealing with the missus the next day when you've got yeah. Christmas presents to buy? Do you know what I mean? That's another like, 50 quid. Yeah, again. <laughs> and it's, it's almost like... It's, it's a one-off, isn't it? Surely we'll never, ever resort to this again, but... I hope not. Yeah, but I mean, they've been. It's it's all done on bribes, isn't it, really? With yeah, Seb, Seb Blatter and... For you it, know, they? Yeah, they've paid for it, Yeah, they've paid for the World Cup, but... Ultimately, does it break the season up a little bit, though? Is it is it a plus side? Yeah, I think a plus side you might get from this is you might actually see a winter break come into the uh, English Football League from this. There might be something done. They might realise that it does it does work or the season I've been badly affected by it. You might see a winter break, which I'm not massively opposed to, but at the same time, Boxing Day. Oh, Boxing Day football is unbelievable. New yeah. Year's Day. What's made for? Football. Hanging out your ass. Yeah. Sticking football on. I don't know what it is about Boxing Day, New Year's Day, but everyone always wins for accumulator on them as well. <laughs> 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 yeah. Yeah. You, you go on Facebook or whatever, you speak to people at work, you go, I want to bet on Boxing Day. Oh, yeah, I did as well. Oh, yeah, I did as well. well I don't know what it is. Yeah. But uh, so the, I suppose the positives out of it. <laughs> I suppose the positives out of um, sort of playing on the, them days, um, playing in November even, um, 
the players will be will have already played some of the season, so yeah, they've so got that knock off. Yeah. They've got a bit of form behind them, and they? they're going back into the season again. So the Reds are going to be on. They know when I'm done here, I'm going back to my club. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I suppose that could have a negative though as well. <laughs> yeah, if you play for Man United. Yeah. Plus, there's no like celebratory time, is there? That you know, obviously. Greece. I think they'll get it. Yeah, I think the clubs, it, it especially if England won it, I think the clubs are given that time off. I think we. They're breaking back into the team slowly as well. They always do, don't they? So, Biggie, just to wrap it up, are we going to win the World Cup? Well, looking at our group, if, if we win our, our group and everyone else, all the other favourites win, round of 16, we've got Senegal. Um, they've won the African Cup of Nations. They're, they're a very good team. They've yeah. got Sadio Mane. They've got, is it, Con- what's his name? Koulibaly. Oh, yeah. Brilliant. Keeper, uh, Chelsea keeper. Is it Mendy? Oh, Mendy, yeah. Fantastic player again. They've got some really good players. That would be a very tricky game for England. Um, I fancy us, but it's very tricky. Quarter final then. Everyone with all favourites win. Who have we got? France. <laughs> France. Predominantly. They don't turn up to tournaments recently, though, do they? They don't turn up until the end. Yeah. <laughs> Benzema's just another level, isn't he? Yeah, Benzema's playing well. Mbappe as well. I, I'm not going to go into other teams that much. Semi-finals. Uh, if we beat France, realistically, I can't see his, I can't see his beating France. Um, but if we do, hopefully so. If if it comes to that, semi-finals Belgium. Now, we earn one, don't we? We we need to give them a good licking if we yeah. get that. <laughs> yeah, because they've yeah. been a little fun in our side for a bit, haven't they? Yeah. Just, they haven't got the. I tell you what, they haven't got the players that they used to have either. No, but Aiden Hazard's looking fit again. Yeah, he is. Yeah, yeah. Like see him back in the Premier League. I would. Yeah. But uh, so. Oh, uh, sorry. For, last one. If we beat Belgium, final, m- most likely Brazil. Could be, however, Spain, Germany. It's hard. If England win the World Cup, it, I think it will go down as the biggest achievement for a World Cup winner with that route. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it'd be an unbelievable there, achievement. There's no gimmies. We, no we have the talent. We do have the talent. Yeah, we do. It's just getting it all together. It's um, getting it all on the pitch as well. So we're going to wrap it up there. Uh, obviously, that's the first podcast, done and dusted. Uh, we're going to move on to and do another one next week, which I believe we're going to look at doing a little transfer roundup, aren't we? Yeah, we'll do a transfer roundup and we'll throw a few other little surprise bits in there as well. Uh, what I will ask is for all the viewers... Uh, and listeners right now to give their England starting 11 on our Facebook page and um, if you follow subscribe and like the Facebook page and put your comment of your starting 11 on there we will randomly select one winner for an England themed prize which will be uploaded onto our Facebook page shortly so uh, very generous of us we're putting a little bit of money together for our listeners and audience Considering it is the inaugural episode of Foot This, Foot That. FT, FT out.